Hello everybody. You're welcome to The Night Shift on Player Mecca Radio. The Night Shift is where we have unfiltered soul conversations, mostly about our relationship, life experiences, and how we can all be better and treat ourselves with love and respect. Hello everyone, you're welcome to the Night Shift on Playmaker Radio. On today's episode of the Night Shift, we want to talk about love. What is love? What does love truly mean? As a single person, does he really love me? Does she really love me? How do I know she loves me? What do I look out for? before I say I do. In marriage, how do I know my partner loves me? What do they do? How do I feel? What do I see? All these things are going on in my head. What is love? What does love truly mean? On this episode of The Night Shift, we will be discussing with relationship expert and counselor Johnny Agbaje. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. So welcome back from that break. We still have Johnny Agbaje with us. So welcome, sir, onto this episode of the Night Shift. It's a pleasure to be here. Um, a few days ago, I was in a discussion with a certain young man. He's a lawyer, and um, he said something to me that, we, that was very stunning. He said, do I know that between December and February, December 2019 and February 2020, that we have close to 4,000 cases of divorce in different courts in Lagos, and we have about 3,500 3,600 cases of divorce in different courts in Abuja and its environs. And it got me thinking, where really is the problem? Now, in most of these cases, shockingly, 85% of them are Christian marriages. Did the Lord get it wrong? Did the individual get it wrong? Did the church get it wrong? Who got it wrong? Now, we cannot bring it to the Lord's table because the Lord gave the individual the ability to make choices. You don't marry basically because you believe that God said. You marry because you find the person attracted to you and you guys share a couple of things in common. There is no marriage that was made in heaven. Marriages are built here on earth, right? marriages are here there's no marriage in heaven there's only one marriage in heaven and that's the marriage of the lamb right every other marriage is going to happen here on earth so i find i found out that many people just come into this marriage situation with so many things uh that they don't really it, uh, well maybe the truth is that a lot of people don't understand marriage mm-hmm. they don't understand what marriage is all about and uh you know uh, before I uh, got married, uh, when I was not a Christian, I used to have a feeling that I'll have 
two wives. Uh, they won't live in my house, and, and I'm going to have uh, two children from each of them. So I'm going to have four children, and they're going to be living outside my house. Why? Because um, I don't want the wahala that comes from women. But that was an immature way of relating to life, right? So I begin to say to myself, right, born out of meditation and thinking, that maybe the issue is what happened before the marriage, not what happened during the marriage per se, right? It's the foundations upon which the structure of marriage is built on. I discovered one that a lot of people spend so much time preparing for wedding, thinking about wedding, without thinking about what marriage is really all about, right? Marriage is a lifetime issue. It's not, it's, it's not a joke, right? For a lot of young men, um, in the life of the male species, you find out that there are four stages, and even there can be a fifth one. You see, there's a stage where the guy is a male. That's when he was born. He had a pecker and he has some features that made them recognize him as this is a male child. Then he grows and becomes a boy. Then from there, he becomes a man. Then from being a man, he becomes a father. Then from being a father, he becomes, uh, from being a man, he becomes a husband. Then from being a husband, he becomes a father. You understand me? Now, the challenge is many, many males grow to become boys but never become men. They remain boys, right? Because when you become a man, the first sign of being a man is your ability to take responsibility. That's the first sign. That's the first trait of being a man. Now, when a boy gets married to a girl, there's trouble. So you look on the other side and you see a girl if she is properly brought up, she becomes a lady. She's first a female, then she's a girl. Then if she's properly brought up, brought up, she becomes a lady. Then she becomes a woman. Then when she gets married, she becomes a wife. Then she becomes a mother. So you see the women go through six processes and the men go through five. Uh, psychologists have talked about the women's growth rate and the men's growth rate but I just believe that it's the upbringing that matters it's the processes that they pass through in life that matters so um, what are the things that really create challenges at the early stages when you meet a guy a guy meets a girl and a, a girl meets a guy and all of that you know the first thing I want to talk about is values right you meet a guy as a girl, it's not the cottage and horse shirt that he's wearing, or the Olekasini Bruno Magli shoes that he's wearing, or the suits that he's wearing. What are his values? What are this man's values? Right? As a Christian, my first value position is does this man fear God? Right? A lot of sisters in church have been caught up in a mess because you see him praying in tongues. He's in the ushering unit or he's in the intercessory unit. He's praying in tongues. Yeah, he works in an insurance company or in a bank. And then he drives a good car. And then he's friends with some senior members of the church and everything. But he's a liar, he's a thief, he's a cheat, he's a deals boy. And then he's a yahoo boy and he's full of all the vices that you can ever imagine. But yet... 
He's praying in tongues in church. So it's possible for you to be praying in church and praying in tongues. Let me say it this way. It's possible for you to have the gifts of the Spirit. Yes, you're born again. You have the gifts of the Spirit, but you are not living as a Christian, right? You're living as a hooligan. You understand? And girls get deceived by that. They think that because he's praying in tongues and quoting scripture, he has values. No, he doesn't have, have values because he's doing all of that. By their fruits, fruits come out of process. So if it tells you something that is a, is a, is a big lie or is a faboo or is a, something that's out of place, he doesn't have values. You know, if it's not nice to people when he's talking to them, you know, those are things that you need to look out for. Don't look out for the shirt. Those are values, right? If you go to a girl's house and you see her father washing clothes, know that that girl has issues. You go to a girl's house, you see her mother in the kitchen and she's on her phone, she's sending text messages. That's a problem. That girl, kind of girl is not marriage material. Now, you might say that you don't agree with all of that. That, 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 that. No. A woman is stronger than a man. A man is a vision caster. A woman is an incubator. When the man casts the vision, right, the woman incubates it and produces from that vision. A woman is stronger than a man. Right? When a man has a fever, he can't do two things. He might not be able to have sex. But when a woman has fever and she has a flu and she has everything added to it, she's still cooking. She's still washing. She's still having sex. She's still bathing the children. And she's still, she's multitasking. Right? A woman carries a baby for nine months. If men were to carry babies for nine months, I can assure you the population of the earth will not be more than three million. Because we'll only carry once. We're not going back there. That's the truth. So values are important. Right? What does this guy believe in? What does this girl believe in? Those are very important things to look out for. Big doors swing from small hinges. Right? Look out for the little things that constitute his belief system. Just look out for them. Does, is this guy a giver? When we go eat out together, does it tip the waiter? Or does it just pay the exact amount of the food? When we go to eat together, does it look for the cheap food on the menu? You understand me, right? Do you notice that he wears the same kind of sock every time that you guys go out, right? When you go to his house, right? Do you notice certain things about him? You will notice if he's a guy that has a balanced belief system you understand many guys don't understand themselves they are not truthful to themselves they don't know themselves they have not discovered themselves and then they want to marry a girl the same thing goes for the girls too what do they believe they don't believe nothing you understand you know a, a, a woman said to me once I was counseling and you see she said to me said the way to a man's heart is food and I answered her I said Sissy the woman that sells Amala to me at Yakoyo right should be my wife right now 
<laughs> because she cooks better than, than my wife by far. True. It's not food. The way to a man's heart is not sex. Wow. Before I got married, there were some girls that strapped the life out of me. And Jesus knows that I also took my pound of flesh. Mm. But we didn't get married. And they didn't have my heart. The way to a man's heart is not the amount of things you do for him. You could give a man all the shirts and everything that you want to give to this man. But you don't have his heart. So somebody asked me, he said, what's the way to a man's heart? And I said, it's simple. Find his life work, his life vision, not his job. His life vision and invest yourself in it. When you understand your husband's passion and you invest in it, right, he will share his heart with you. Now, there are different levels of passion. I have passion for Barcelona, right? So when I was buying a birthday gift for my wife, I bought her a Barcelona t-shirt and I inscribed her name at the back of it. It was not a gift that she wanted, but it was a gift that I felt on top of the world given to her. So if my wife does not know Iniesta's name, that his first name is Andreas, and Javi Hernandez, and she does not know that Messi's first name is Lionel, and she does not know that the coach that was sacked before the present coach, right, uh, was, uh, what do they call it, what they call his name, and the keeper's name is Testigan. Yeah, yeah. And if she doesn't know all of that, she doesn't share my passion on that platform. True. My wife knows that I'm a talker and I'm a preacher. Right, so when she hears that I'm getting ready to preach, right, she finds Bibles. She asks me, What are you preaching about? She goes into my library and looks for books about what I'm preaching about, and she sits down. Sometimes she tells me that I was reading something yesterday about that thing that you're preaching about, and this is my opinion about it, and all of that. She's investing herself in my passion. You have to see where he is going, and that has to be your premium investment. When he thinks about hurting you, you also think about what he is losing. If your husband or your fiancé does not have a sense of loss because you are not there, your investment is not premium. For God so loved the world, he gave premium investment to the world. The expression of love is sacrifice. His beliefs. How far will he go to sacrifice for you? What will he give up for you? You know, what are his expectations concerning you? What are his expectations? You know, a lot of people have different expectations in marriage. So if expectations are not defined before marriage, you get into marriage and have inordinate expectations. Then finally, I want to talk about acceptance. I've been married for 18 years. I've learned to accept my wife in the many years that she has lived with me. He said, accept her? Yes. 
when she was coming into the house, her breast was bouncing. When my children handled the breast, <laughs> you know that was a later day. I'm the I'm the you know the title deed. Yeah, you, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. When my children handled it, and then I took possession of the land with the Siovo. No, the, the breast is not as bouncy as it is. Also. So I've learned to accept that bounce is not the essence of breast, but the way I handle the breast makes the breast satisfactory to me. Very true. Mm. Before I married her, stomach was flat and bum was, oh God, you understand? Before I married her, in the night, I can perform four times. Ah, and she's always welcoming. But now I'm 53 years old. <laughs> and Viagra is not part of the announcement. <laughs> and there are other apps that we take. But you know, the, the young people of nowadays take a lot of uh, unnecessary drugs and everything yeah. and all that. But then. They are not thinking about their liver, their lymph, their kidneys, and everything. So you have a lot of young people right now, by the time they are getting to 35, 40, and all of that, they are having terminal diseases. It is the effect of the many drugs that they have taken yeah. in their early days. Yeah. Young people, if you are taking drugs, if you are within the age of 28, 29, or 24, from 24 to 30, 35, and because you want to strive and you want to perform very well, you are a strifeite, you are a, what do they call it, uh, what's the name of those people that they say they are malians and whatsoever you say you are, and because you are, you are taking drugs, let me tell you the truth, your life expectancy is low. You might not be able to cross the 50 mark. How will you suffer to get to 50? Now I'm living the best days of my life. You understand me? So changes happened in marriage. Changes happened. My wife must be ready to accept that I can't perform for again. She must accept it. I must be ready to accept the fact that many of the styles that we were doing when we started, we cannot continue to do them anymore. Mm, mm. We must come to the point where we accept different changes. There are going to be financial changes in marriage. True. Right? You could marry a guy today and he's earning 600,000 per month. And COVID came mm. with all its challenges. Mm. And they told him to go home. Now you are earning 250. The guy was earning 600. And all of a sudden, the guy is not earning anymore. Now he has to depend on you to take care of him. Hmm. Are you going to take care of him as your husband, the guy you love? Or are you going to complain and beat and nag like a stupid and make his life a living hell for him? Hmm. And he begins to age in time. But don't forget that Yorubas have a saying that there is still something that makes that guy that you married two years ago, there's still something that makes him a bloke. Mm -hmm. They still mm -hmm. got the vibes and everything. Mm -hmm. So if you're not careful, he's going to step outside that marriage and he's going to start sleeping around. 
Now you are going to have a double jeopardy on your hands. You've lost your husband in the house and you have also lost him to another woman outside. Mm. Are you the guy going to take care of your wife if she's the one that experiences such issues? She's no longer bringing in her quota in the family finances. Are you going to take care of her? Are you going to re reposition? You're going to reposition the family finances and cut your coat according to your cloth. Acceptance. We must be able to accept new realities. When we don't accept new realities in our relationship, in our marriage, strife happens. Tension happens. And your capacity to absorb tension will determine whether you will stay or not. Changes happen. If you don't accept the changes, there are going to be issues. A lot of men are struggling with acceptance from their wives. Do you understand? Right? One of the key issues in acceptance is appreciation. Mm. Men have a tendency to lean towards praise and appreciation. You know why? They are created in the image of God. When you praise God, you change the trajectory of relationship. When you celebrate God, when you appreciate Him, when you thank Him, right? God moves in a new dimension. When you worship God, you look onto the ultimate stretch, right? God moves into dimensions that are no, the unbelievable things will happen. In the same day, then, as a woman, when you do these things with your husband. You know, I'm speaking to some woman right now. Because I'm going to pray that your marriage will stabilize. But it has to be worked out. Right? Spirituality does not hold a marriage together. Mm. It's knowledge that holds a marriage together. Mm. What spirituality does is, spirituality is the manure that helps the seed of knowledge to grow in a marriage. Mm. Can you repeat that, sir? Spirituality is the manure, the fertilizer that helps the seed of knowledge to grow in a marriage. Hmm. When you're a woman and you know how to handle a man, walk into the house and you look at your husband and you say, my king, oh my, what would have happened to me if I didn't marry a bloke like you? Eh? Just look at you. His penis is four inches and you are telling him, when you handle me, it's as if you should never stop. Mm. My head turns upside down. Mm. Hey! Shinto, sure. You don't ride me like a stallion. His head will swell. And the capacity to do things, to lay down his life for you. When the Bible talks about women respecting their husband, it talks respect to the Bible. It's called honor. It's called honor. When your husband is taking a bath and you walk into the bathroom, not because you want to have sex in the bath, but because you want to sponge him. And while you are sponging him, you're singing a love song. Nothing's gonna change, my love. I'm a pastor, yeah. Nothing's gonna change my love for you. Ooh. You already know by now how much I, I love you. you. One thing you can be sure. You know, I can trade you for nothing, right? 
You're the numero uno of my life, right? And you're the guy also, you know? It's not just the perfumes and everything the gifts you buy. It's the attention that you pay to her. You understand? I don't like the way your hair is looking. I love the way you, you just shaped your eyebrows the last time. So she knows you're paying attention. You know? Why is your bum looking like this, Omo? You want to kill me in this house? <laughs> yeah? I have to stop this kind of things you are doing. I will impregnate you <laughs> at 60 years. <laughs> I don't enjoy myself in your neck now and nobody will be the wiser. You know, when you begin to talk to your wife like that, her youth is renewed. She begins to feel like a young girl. Have you seen a girl, a 45-year-old girl, laugh sheepishly like a 16-year-old girl? You just leave me alone. Why are you talking to me? <laughs> you know, you just moved into areas where, you know, you've touched a button and all that. Right? Meals that are preparing love, right, gives growth to your physical body. True. Meals that are prepared just like you're preparing the meal of a dog don't help your body grow. Mm. Right. When a woman loves a man and a man loves a woman, if they have cancer, they can pull through it together. Very true. Right. Because love conquers. Right. Love is the perfect expression of God in situation. Mm. You guys have a wonderful day. I pray that the Lord stabilize your marriages. The Lord help you. And before you dare say I do, Consider the following things. Values, beliefs, acceptance, expectations. And finally, you got to love the guy like you're going crazy. Have a wonderful time.